Welcome back to Scary Stories Podcast. This is episode 10. Um, today we will be reading more scary stories. And I say the same intro for every single episode. Probably, but it's alright because this intro is iconic. So anyways, let's read some scary stories. <clears throat> Always look under the bed. My great aunt lived way out in the boonies by an old southern prison. This was before most people had TV, so she had been listening to the radio and found out that a violent rapist had escaped from the prison nearby. She walked into her bedroom and had one of those old soggy mattresses. One of those old soggy mattresses fell something right under the bed. She said something didn't feel right, and she slowly got out of bed and called the police. When they arrived, they found the rapist under her bed holding a knife from her kitchen. He told them he had been waiting for her to go to sleep so he could rape her and then stab her to death. Why would you admit to that? That guy could have, I mean, like, I'm sure he's probably in prison for life. But, like, you're making it worse, dude. I mean, tell the truth always, I guess, but, like, I don't know, man. He kind of made it worse for himself there. Also, who calls the police just because something doesn't feel right? Like, what if there's nothing there? Like, it just doesn't feel right, but, like, literally everything's fine. The police come, and they're just like, oh, great, you wasted our time. You know, like, and there's someone actually getting killed, and, like, you just wasted the police because they could be over there helping those people, but they're helping you out even though you didn't even need help. Like, I guess it was worth it in the end because it could probably saved your life, but, like, you know, that wasn't the best, like, not what I would have done. Oh, crap, I almost dropped my phone. This, this story is called Someone Was There. We were living with my brother-in-law and his two teens when I was pregnant. He had an elevated house on, the quite, a bit, on quite a bit of former hunting land, several miles down a country road. My husband worked seven to six, and B, Bill, B-I-L, works offshore for 14 days. Um, while he was at work, the kids stayed with their grandmother. Nice house, but, a weird, but it had a weird vibe. I chalked it up to pregnant pregnancy hormones one day home alone i was taking a shower and felt someone staring at me i stuck wait one second i stuck my head out and listened couldn't hear anyone in the house so i resumed my shower a while later i heard the back door shut i was standing in the kitchen and could see the door which had no steps and was six feet from the ground door was still locked i told my husband about it that night and he shrugged it off Wait, wait, what happened? She could just feel someone showering? Oh, so someone's probably looking at her shower. That's what it sounds like. We locked down the night and went to bed. I don't know how long I had been asleep, but I woke up to the blankets being yanked off the bed. And my husband flipping on every light in the house. He threw open every door, every cabinet, looked in every pantry or closet while holding his handgun. I asked what was going on. He said he swore he heard boots thumping through the house and someone talking. Everything was still locked. And it's not a big house. Nobody was there except us. One night, a while later, my niece came into our room. Her dad worked over. And we had them for a few days. And asked to sleep in a bed with us. Now, this girl isn't scared of anything and is 14 at the time. I sat up, told my husband to scoot over. 
and patted my pillow. That's when I noticed her 16-year-old brother curled up in a blanket on the floor beside me. Why are you both in our room at 2 in the morning? They didn't want to answer first, but explained that something in my niece's room laughs at night. I hated that room when we moved in and put up any laundry. I did quickly in there. I asked my nephew why he was on the floor and he said, she came, my, she came into my room on the cot to sleep, but something started knocking on the door. We came down here as soon as it stopped. Again, husband flipped on every light, looked in every nook and cranny, nothing. Eventually moved out and the kids decided to live full time with grandma. My husband said he heard a man laughing in my niece's room, but there was nobody there when he turned on the lights. Scared those shiz out of him. That was a long one, man. Whoa, it's like a freaking essay or something. Well, it was very scary. But they should have just moved out even sooner. Also, how is that even possible? Like they hear boots or whatever, and then every door is locked, and they turn on the lights and can't find them anywhere. My guess is they're all crazy. Or... Wait, what was my other... My other idea was, like, the actually good one. Oh, yeah. They're, they're either crazy, or they're... It's a guy in the house, and they just couldn't find him. I guess it, or a woman, I guess. There could be a, uh, even a non-binary person. Because, who knows? They're just boots. They could be any gender. Um, yeah. Maybe. Um. Oh my gosh, that scared me, dude. I thought I saw a spider. Haha. <laughs> Just kidding, we like scary stuff here. Here at Scary Stories Podcast, we embrace scariness. Okay, this one's called, I Was Almost a Hostage. I was walking down the street when I saw a rusty nail in the road. I picked it up and threw it into an empty house's yard. Not helpful, I know. After... (coughs) Uh, My bad. After I threw the nail, a man came out and came out of what I thought was an empty house and started at me. I freaked out, thinking he was about to nail, and kept walking toward my house. The guy didn't sound mad, but I couldn't make out what he was saying. He started following me to the street and gesturing me to come over, but my gut told me to keep on walking. I get home and see from my house the empty house is now surrounded by cops. At this point, I still think it's about the nail. After a while, it gets worse, and the men men in full gear show up. I found out later that this house was indeed empty, but the men inside were known criminals, and I... Much almost ended up being a hostage. Wow. That is kind of scary. Um. Okay. Next story. Okay, this one's called We Found a Leg. And I, I don't know if I want to read the story anymore. Because that's kind of disgusting. But because here at Scary Stories Podcast, we embrace scariness, we will read it. While cutting lawns along this bike trail, me and a coworker mo- found a mostly decayed, severed from the knee down a leg. Cops were called. They questioned us, and we never found out any more about what happened. Okay, like the title. The title is just "We Found a Leg." Like it's the most casual thing ever. Like, well, yeah, I find legs every single day. Um, this one's called "Two A.M." Okay, years ago early 90s. My boyfriend was driving me home. We saw a man lying on the ground in the strangest position, kneeling with his head on the ground and bent at a sharp angle so he faced the street. 
It was two in the morning and the man was covered in sweat with his eyes open. We pulled over and I hopped out of the car to check on this guy. His eyes were wide open and he seemed like his face wasn't moving, but it really felt like he was pleading for help. He didn't respond at all when I called out to him. No blinking, glassy eyes. I reached out to touch him and he was ice cold. I'm sure he wasn't breathing. Well, he's probably dead then. Or on drugs. Because people on drugs love to go and go in weird positions at 2 a.m. with their eyes wide open. This was before cell phones, so I hopped back into the car. We sped back to my house to call 911. Ten minutes later, the police called back to ask for the cross streets again. Apparently, they arrived at the corner and there was nothing there. I verified that they had the right spot, and they said they would call back if they needed any more information. That was the last I ever heard about it. I checked the newspaper for the next few days, but we never found out anything else about that man. Well, you know, so he's probably just like a, a guy on drugs. Charlie was like, yeah, I think I'm, I've done enough with laying in a weird position at 2 a.m., so I think I'm just going to go home now. And then he probably went home before the police came. That's just my guess, though. All right. Um, this one's called, He's Biting Daddy. Another cat, like, well, it's not casual. That's kind of just another weird title. My three-year-old, which is normally very happy-go-lucky, happy-go-lucky, was extremely concerned the other day. He kept looking around the room, talking about the rhino. Who knows what a three-year-old might translate as a rhino. This went on for about 20 minutes. He was very concerned and looking around the entire time. So we get to a point where he says the rhino is moving. My wife asks where the rhino is, and he says, He's coming for. He's coming to daddy. Yeah, um, I'm daddy, and my butt puckered just a wee bit at that comment. Fast forward about four days last night. He starts talking about the ghost. My daughter asks my son, where is the ghost? And my son says, he's biting daddy. What the actual freak? It, it, it does say that. Not the freak part, but what the actual freak, you know, I guess it says that in it. Like, um, that's not my comment because I would actually say something like that. So that's why I had to clarify that. Anyways, that just sounds like imagination. Your kid is normal, and he's just using his imagination. So just forget about it, you know? I mean, that's my guess, at least, because I don't know why a three-year-old would be able to see a ghost, and you can't. But whatever. Oh, this one's really long. I'm going to skip it. Um, let's see. Whoa, that one's super long. Okay, this one looks, this one sounds cool. Haunted supermarket. I work in a supermarket, early shift, and part of my job is changing the shelf labels for the price changes each day. Just this Wednesday gone, I was putting new labels on a shelf of hand soap, then about two feet along the shelf from me, a bottle shot off and landed in the middle of the aisle. I looked along the aisle at my colleague, and he just shrugged his shoulder and says, happens all the time. I've never directly witnessed anything else, but being... One of the first on the shop floor each day, I'm now questioning all the items that I see sitting in the aisles first and guessing I can't blame untidy customers for them all. Okay. Um, that one's kind of weird, but, like, that stuff does happen all the time. Like, I'll randomly see things fall over, like, quite often, I guess. Also, I just realized, like... I have not, um, I have not, like, 
rated any of these stories recently. Like, the entire last episode, which I just recorded like five minutes ago, but the entire last episode, I reviewed like two stories, and I read like 20 or something. So, like, I, my bad. Like, I'm not going to go back and review them because I don't want to. I'm not going to go review the ones I just really did because, yeah, I don't want to. But I'm very sorry about that. Um, how long has this one been going? 12.38. Okay, so I think I'm going to call it good. Um, thanks for listening to Scary Stories Podcast. I think this is episode 10. And this should come out on the 26th of November, Black Friday. Um, so have a happy Black Friday. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving because I didn't wish that in the last episode. Um, yeah, thanks for listening.